Podcasting from anywhere other than a jail cell, this is Soberholic, a podcast created to encourage, equip, and inspire you to overcome your hurts, habits, and hangups. And now, your show hosts, Roger and Jason. Welcome back, Soberholics, to the Thanksgiving edition of Soberholic Podcast. Got some good stuff ready for you today. Yeah. Is you always tur- go, yeah. Is it turkey? I, I went for you to go, no. No. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't think you'll ever do that. It's always good. Yeah, I, talking about the turkey, man. This is that time of year I really, I despise. <laughs> You're not supposed to say those things, but holidays for me is a big drag. I can't stand having to do all these different places. And, you know, like for us, we'll eat Thanksgiving dinner at two different places on the same day and gorge ourselves both times. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'll watch my wife cook for two days to get the the food ready for this one day that nobody wants to eat because we've done ate it for lunch. Now we're having to eat it for dinner. So I, I like seeing family, but it, yeah. the, the food, um, it seems like, here, especially here in the South, the, the food takes priority in the tradition. Here's the big question. It's pretty serious. Cranberry sauce, yes or no? Well, if it comes out of the can that looks like Jello, yes. If it's Ugh. homemade, no. Ugh. I don't like any of it. Really? No. It's just like tastes like jelly. If it if it's on my plate and it's like touching the dressing or something like that, I just I can't even eat the dressing. Oh, do you mix touching. it in with no, it's even better? No. Yeah. It's gross, <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, here's a better question. What about turkey or ham? Turkey, definitely. I'm not a big ham person. My wife and I were actually, my family is coming to my house this year. This has never happened. Uh, my wife um, told me this is kind of like rite of passage for the woman to be able to cook. Like, oh, you know, yeah. And so my mom, who normally would be doing the cooking, um, is in. We, we offered to have it at our house because my grandmother's been having some health issues. And my mom's just kind of been tired and stressed mm-hmm. through all of that. So I was like, why don't we have it at my house? And that way the kids will be there and, be, you know, we got a house big enough to host it and everything. And then I went a step further. And I said, how about this year we just order in all the food? Because there's only going to be eight of us, kids and all. Um, I've got a really small family. Why don't we just order it in and there won't be any cleanup or prep or any of this stuff. And they went with it. And so we're going to just kind of like, I guess, cater it in. I mean, that sounds like it. we're spending a lot of money, but we're not. And um, so we're going to do it that way and try it. I think it's a good idea. It's less work. That's what, well, that's what I'm thinking. And by the time you buy all the ingredients and only use half the ingredients to make what you're trying to make, I don't think there's going to be that big a difference in price. Nah. So that's what we're going to give it, give it a shot. Anyways. But, you know, one of the things that um, Thanksgiving is about um, is really about being thankful, you know, and the terms that we use in recovery is gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, being grateful. Same thing. Exactly. But you know, you know, usually in recovery you hear of the world, you know, be grateful. I don't really know why we we term it grateful instead of just thankful. Is there a difference? I don't think there's a difference. I I've used was it synonymous? Is that is that how you say that? I think that? that's right. Yeah, synonymous. Yeah, I've used big words. Gratitude and Thanksgiving yeah. are synonymous. Well, I think I think Thanksgiving like you could say that's more of like an outward like you're showing thanksgiving like if you're giving thanks to god you know that's mm-hmm. like kind of like an outward thing where having an attitude of being grateful is kind of more of an inward thing of course i'm mm-hmm. sure you can 
there's signs that it's happening on the outside. Uh, uh, We're probably splitting hairs here. Yeah, I'll I'll ride that with you and agree with you. But um, with it being said, we may say thankful, we may say ungrateful today. But either way, during this Thanksgiving edition, we want to just talk about some of those things that we do find that we're grateful or thankful for. And, um, you know, personally in my own life, there's times that I am extremely grateful for things and there's, um, times that I really take things for granted. And there's probably more times I take things for granted, to be honest with you. And Thanksgiving itself really doesn't make me just grateful. (laughs) You know, it does help me kind of recenter a little bit, but so does church every Sunday morning. You know, it helps me recenter on those things. Or my recovery meetings, they help me recenter and, and learn to be grateful. Uh, but one thing that I think of um, now that I've been sober for a while now is that I've got my family back. You know, mm-hmm. I, I gripe about having to go to all these places and do all these hmm. things, but they actually want me there now. There was a lot of years of my life that my family didn't want me around, especially didn't want me to come to their house for Thanksgiving because I was going to be digging through purses and the medicine cabinet and, <laughs> yeah. and everything else to figure out what I could take, you know? Yeah. And so um, I'm extremely grateful that my, all, in fact, all, um, and that's a big, big three-letter word, all, all of my relationships within my family have been restored. Mm. There's nothing that's still laid out there with resentments or things that I haven't handled or people didn't forgive me. All of those things have been handled now um, by the grace of God. And so uh, it's really cool to be go around and be with my family members now and be myself and not have them talking about behind my back when I leave the room. Yeah. Because that's the way it used to be. And, and rightfully so. They deserved every, you know, it wasn't like I didn't deserve to be talked about. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely grateful for the same thing that, you know, just just a few years ago, you know, I wasn't even trusted by my own family. Wasn't wanted. Um, you know, I'm sure I was the topic of conversation in a, in a very negative way for years there. I couldn't even go to my own family Thanksgiving uh, gatherings or Christmas gatherings any, anymore for, for several years there because they were afraid of the same stuff. You know, I was going to, uh, something's going to come up missing if Jason's around. And, um, and when that was true, you know, th- those are the type of things that I did. And, you know, I, I, I now am in a place where, you know, my family, um, I'm closer to most of my family than I've ever been and have, you know, relationships with them that, um, you know, I'm not always constantly worried about or paranoid about, you know, it did, you know, what's going on there. I don't have to lie. I don't have to try to keep up with all the lies <laughs> that yeah. I had going on to my family. Um, there was a time where I would, I was lying to my family so much. I couldn't even keep track of all of them and I'd forget who I lied, what to, and uh-huh. then, yeah. and then it all come unraveling and, <laughs> And then I would just deny it all. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, don't, I think, I think our family, we're foregoing our uh, traditional gatherings this, this year for, for a bunch of different reasons that I won't go into. But, um, but yeah, we, um, you know, I'm so thankful that I have my family and, you know, not only like my family that I grew up with and everything, but, you know, um, you know, I have my wife. Oh, points for you. <laughs> yeah, Dakota. So, um, you know, we already have the Christmas tree up. 
It's hey, we do up. too. We're everything. We're we're decked out. In fact, we're almost done buying Christmas. <laughs> so, um, and then just the addition of her family too. Uh, her family's just a great, um, really close knit family. A lot closer knit than my family is, and you know, I'm grateful that I've been able to see a family that's different. I'm not saying one's better. Her family's better than mine, or anything oh, like that. You may have lost half a point. There. No, no, no. Yeah, you may have lost it's some just, points. It's just different, you know. And um, seeing how how tight they are, and just what a blessing they've been in my life um, for the past few years too. I'm just grateful to to have a family, you know, at all. But, which which is something that I don't ever think about is what you're mentioning. Well, maybe what you're not mentioning, you made me aware of, is all of my family, whether it be my side of the family or my wife's side of the family, we're all here locally, mm-hmm. like within an hour drive from one right. another. Where you, your immediate family is here locally, but then your wife's family is from New Orleans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all got to go make a six, seven hour drive to go see her family. Is it difficult in recovery to like visit and go somewhere else? Or is it just kind of the same thing you've got? You know, do you, do you do recovery while you're, I mean, not no, like yeah. recovery meetings there Actually, or anything like that? Like, I don't, I think every single time I've gone back to visit New Orleans in the last almost four years that I've been here, every time I've gone, I go back to my old um, uh, AA home group and see everybody. And, um, you know, it's, it's wonderful going back and seeing them all. And I'll, I'm, almost positive i'll do it again um they're meeting in a park right now yeah. you know social distancing and doing the whole thing and so i was there in july and got to got to meet meet, meet up with them then and i'll probably do the same so what's so- what's cool is like i don't i don't even tell them i'm coming i just show up there on friday night like it's just <laughs> like i miss nothing right and they treat me like i've not even been gone and so, so that's cool that's like so not only do you get to see your your wife's family your your in-laws you get to see your recovery family mm-hmm. so in, in a way like a lot of people travel across the state or you know to see their immediate family somewhere else you get to go see your recovery family in a different um state so, yeah you know that would be kind of cool oh yeah it's yeah. yeah it's really neat and then you know we go out to eat afterwards or whatever i don't know if we will now Mm-hmm. With the uh, with the COVID, it's a place you can't stuff. even sit down and eat. Yeah, I went with a place. friend of mine yesterday, and we was like, "Where we're we going to stop and eat?" Because most of the places we used to eat mm-hmm. are closed down right now. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm thankful that um you know just the, the the blessings of sobriety has given me all those things has given me a, a family and um you know a support system who understands me now and all. All of my family understand, you know, have have spent a lot of effort in understanding what goes into my recovery, the things that's necessary for my recovery, um, which not every family does. Um, and I'm just really thankful to be a part of it. Yeah, so um, here's another thing that I've become more aware of here lately. Um, it's been this election time of year, and there's so many different thoughts and opinions out there of who should be president and, and all these you know, just different personalities and and opinions, like I said. And um, but there's one thing that happened right after election to that day. I think it was is Veterans Day, and you know I'm a veteran as mm-hmm. well. But um, you know, 
what I think of. I don't get bogged down that I have my own opinions and beliefs, and I don't really care to even share that on here. And they're different than mine. Uh, yeah, we do. We, we're completely <laughs> different on what we believe. And um, but we but can talk about it. We we can. Well, yeah. we we can. Um, but. You know, when I look back and to think our country we live in, I still believe that we're the best country out there to be part of. And we have rights and freedoms here that other people in the world just don't have. And I'm very grateful that there are still many women serving our country and allow us to be able to vote. And, you know, whether Mm -hmm. uh, the person I get in or not, you know, is there or not, it doesn't really matter. I had the right to go vote. And I exercised that right because I now have a pardon from my felony. Yeah. So that was awesome. You got to do that as well. Yeah, I got to vote for the first time since 2004. So, yeah. You're thankful for that. Oh, yeah. To be able to do that again. Yeah. Um, my wife was like, Are you going to mail do your do a mail in vote? I was like, No, no, I'm going in person. I want <laughs> well, the full experience. The full experience of being able to vote again. And, you know, that was, it was, it was pretty cool being able to do that and, and have, you know, even though that's not like, you know, might not be a huge deal to some people. When you don't have something and you can't, you don't have the ability to do it. Well, when you get it back, it's it's all the more, um, you know, sweeter to you, all the more important to you. So yeah, when I was doing dope, I didn't care about voting. <laughs> yeah. I didn't care who was in or out or any of those things. I didn't, I got to go with my son. This is his first year to vote. He turned eighteen. And um, I got to kind of show him the process. And to be honest, I don't even know a lot about the process. And all the candidates, when you go to look at one of those sheets, I don't even know everything about every one of them, nor do I really care. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just honest. I just don't care about a lot of those things. And I should because they affect me. Um, but I got to go and show him some of those things and about amendments and all of that uh, and why they were important to me. And, you know, he gets to make his own decisions with those things. And, I just, um, it's, it was really a blessing this year to see some of that and experience some of that, even though it seems to be turmoil all around the election this year, but, um, I'm at peace with it all. Whatever Mm. happens, happens. And, you know, it's just a blessing to be able to go and and do that and Mm -hmm. have the freedom to do that today. Yeah. Um, one, another thing, are are we just like talking about what we're grateful for? Yeah. Okay. That, that would be the Thanksgiving edition. Right. Thankful, grateful. Um, I think one thing I'm also thankful for, um, especially this season, which will lead us into why we've, we kind of missed a couple episodes, is that I'm almost done with my first semester back in school. Mm. Yeah. In seminary. Seminary, yeah. A lot, lot of reading. Yes, lots of reading. Um, things written by really old guys with beards and um wearing bishop hats hey, to be fair you look a little older after a few months of this school dude i'm telling you i'm gonna have gray i'm gonna be gray-headed by the time i'm done with this thing yeah because like our listeners don't know that you can now like read greek yeah you, sort sa- of. you, yeah. you sound very important <laughs> now like oh, i i read greek <laughs> yeah <laughs> It really hadn't went to your head yet, but I believe it might. Nah, yeah, I, there's a lot I don't know, man. <laughs> I thought I knew something until I got, you know, going into school, and I was like, you know, I don't know anything at all. But I, I could have told you that. Just pay me. The I money. know you, you would have told me that for free, huh? <laughs> um, but I will say, like it, like the reason I'm grateful is because the whole school thing was a lot harder than I thought. Um, 
you know, I, for a little while there, I was like, man, did I burn all these brain cells out in my 20s? Like when I was out there, like I got two brain cells, one's helping the other one kind of thing going on here. So it was a little harder than I thought it was going to be. And, you know, I, I, I had to, um, you know, I had to do the thing that I always do last, which is pray mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, ask God uh, for his help. And, and, he, and by his sustaining power, he got me through it. And I'm, I'm on the other side now. So I know this is like to our, a lot of our listeners and probably to you. You're like, who cares? She's done with school for one semester. But it was a big deal to me, you know. Well, but this, there's even some history with you and this school, right? Like, was you yes. like kicked out of this school or was there something there? That okay, happened? yeah. So, so like this whole thing is kind of like a coming for a full circle journey. So I did my, I started my undergrad uh, at Sanford University in Birmingham. And I did not graduate because I essentially drank and drug myself out of okay. college. Um, it took me years to realize that's, that's what happened. I had a whole list of other excuses of why I didn't graduate. People to blame. I had people to blame, places to blame. I, I had... Um, I was pretty, I had a pretty big resentment, um, towards Sanford for years, even though it was no fault of theirs that I didn't graduate. It was well, not your fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took me forever to finally realize, well, you know, drinking as much as I was drinking and doing as much drugs as I was doing. Well, yeah, you're not going to finish. You're not going to graduate college doing that. And so, you know, I'm, I'm back at the school and graduate school now and so it's kind of like I'm getting to, you know, um, come full circle and kind of tie, tie all that up in a in a nice bow. I don't know how else to say that. Yeah, man, that's cool. It's I mean, neat. It it's neat when I'm walking around there because I remember it makes me it's kind of like the whole like and, and, it, and it helps me with gratitude, too, because I'm like, you know, when I was here before, I didn't make it. I didn't finish. It's a great reminder how many years you just wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on on a 20 year quest to finish school here. <laughs> yeah, but um, so you know, I don't know. Being thankful is is a difficult thing for me. It sounds like we um just come in here and we just rattle off all these wonderful things we're thankful for. And to be honest with you, I don't wake up thinking about these things. And we didn't really write them down. We're just kind of spitballing what we're thankful mm-hmm. here for today. But um, it is hard for me to be to remain thankful. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I have to pray. I have to remind myself every day, Lord, thank you, because by mm-hmm. your grace, I have these things today. I mean, even my wife, who I've been married to for 14 years, and my kids that I have, I get to do life with them every day. And I take for granted every day for them, for the most part. And, um, you know, it's just sitting down with someone else, just like right now and us talking yeah. about this, it reminds me that I do have a wonderful wife that does so much for me and my family that I've got three beautiful kids that are doing well in school that look nothing like me in my years of drug addiction. Yeah. And, um, and I, I can't even really take credit for that. I've just raised them the way that 
I think a child should be raised and done the best I could. And I believe by the grace of God, they have done well yeah. um, right now. And that may change. You know, I'm always careful to say that because who knows what's coming. They've got a lot of things and choices they've got to make in their own lives. Mm. But um, I believe that if I lead them well, then, you know, I can position them in a place where hopefully they can make the better decisions in life. Right. And so I don't know. I mean, like for me personally, I still have both of my parents. They're both alive. And a lot of people can't say that today. And um, it's cool to be able to talk to my, um, like, for instance, I had a conversation. Uh, my, my dad and I, we both like deer hunting. And so we've been been doing that a lot together. We were walking in the woods and, and it just kind of out of the blue and I, and I'm kind of blunt when I talk to my dad, we're the same with one another. And I said, dad, do you ever miss not being able to talk to your dad? You know, do you ever wish you could pick up the phone and just talk to him, ask mm. him a question, you know, how do you fix this? Or, you know, I love you, whatever. He's like, are you expecting me to die? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no, but you know, I think about that because I can't, I can pick up the phone any minute and call my dad and just get his advice on something. Yeah. Cause I respect his advice. And, uh, there's a lot of people who don't have that. And, and I don't think about that mm-hmm. every day. And so sure. today I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Tomorrow I may forget it. Yeah. And I think you hit on a good point there. Like, you know, I'm never going to just accidentally be grateful. Like, well, I mean, rarely am I ever just driving down the road and I'm just like struck with gratitude. I mean, it happens sometimes, but, um, rarely. Yeah. Very rare. Am I just struck with gratitude just out of nowhere, you know, but like sitting here talking to you Mm. and talking about the things that we're, you know, grateful for, and we're thankful for, I mean, that's an, that's an easy way to help me see, hey, I have a lot to be thankful for, a lot to be grateful for. And, um, you know, one way we've talked about, I'm sure we've talked about it on here, is, you know, the whole gratitude list thing, is uh, doing journaling, which I have not done a ton of lately. Uh, <laughs> now, you bought me a journal uh, probably about this time last year, and I think I filled in about 15 pages of it, and it's been empty since. But the thing about a gratitude list is you don't have to do it every single day. You can just do it now, right. you know, or whenever you're just not, you know, when you're when you're feeling not grateful and taking everything for granted, you can just make a little list, and it doesn't have to, you don't have to write a book about it or anything. And, uh, you know, you can be intentional with your, um, with your spouse or with a family member or with a close friend or accountability partner or sponsor. You can just talk about, hey, I need to talk about the things I'm, I'm thankful for. You know, here's, let's go over what I'm grateful for. You know, just being intentional about having a conversation about it can, you know, kind of bring about us having a spirit of gratitude. And here's the coolest thing that I, I know about being grateful and thankful for what you may have, um, the big things and the little things, and um, and maybe just kind of to sum it up to where our, our listeners can understand it, is they've listened to us talk about what we've been thankful or grateful for. But I, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second and say this, that since we've been talking about what we're thankful for, uh, my guess, because this is what I was aware of myself, I haven't thought about a bill that's late. I haven't thought about a problem that's going on in my life. 
uh, or a, you know a difficult uh, problem that I'm facing. All of that I've not thought about. I've literally thought about the things that are good in my life right mm-hmm. now. About hearing what you have good in your life and what I have good in my life, it removed me away from all the other problems in life. And sometimes I need that, mm-hmm. you know, to realize that no matter how bad it looks, um, there's still good things to be found in all of that. Would you? I mean, so what? Uh, so. To somebody who's struggling to pay their bills, to somebody who's still struggling in active addiction, they're sitting there saying, well, I don't have anything to be grateful for. Because they're focused on the problem. They're focused on the problem. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's kind of like just, we. I just posted this thing on Facebook, um, on our Soberholic Facebook page. Go like it. Um, but it was a meme, and it was a tree that had f- fallen over, but like the branches still kept growing up. And it was it said, fail years ago, never gave up. Um, I would say that if you're still breathing, if you still have breath in your lungs, you still have life, then you have something to be grateful for. That's something to be grateful for right there, especially with people um, like us who have struggled with substance abuse and uh, alcohol and drug addiction. Just to be alive, just to be still in this thing is reason enough to be grateful. And, you know, when I look back on all the different hardships that I've gone through on my recovery journey, um, I'm, I wouldn't say that at every hardship I felt grateful about it, but here's what I comfort in now looking back on it is that all those hardships, you know, God rescued me from those things for the purpose of helping the next man. And so if you're in the middle of a dark situation right now um, and you're, you're struggling, God can take that, that situation that you're going through now, bring you out on the other side and, and use it for his good later on to help somebody else. Um, You know, for instance, if it's, you know, if you have experienced the death, death of a loved one recently, you know, that, that is real pain. That is a hard thing to go through. But, you know, two years from now, you, your best friend might go through the same thing and you're, you're be able to be there for him in a way that nobody else can. And so, you know, we, we've said on here before, you know, no pain is wasted in God's kingdom. And so no pain ever has to be wasted. Um, you can, God can take what was meant to be bad and use it for his good and so my thing is just if you're still alive, then that in and of itself is something to be grateful for because there's there is hope for tomorrow. Well, I think those are great words of advice for all of us. Um, you know, and the the how to all of that is just don't drink your drug today. Right. You know, you, you ruin it all when you do that. Yeah. And um you just gotta trust the process and the people telling you the process works. Because, you know, I would have never dreamed that my pain would be now be my prize. Mm-hmm. Because now I get to share with others that there is hope. That, you know, for years I've not had to drink or drug. And so it does work. But when I was sitting in that pain, I was like, how does it work? There's no way this is going to work. But it, it does. Mm-hmm. It just don't happen overnight. Yeah. You know, the main thing you got to do today is just not use dope and don't drink or whatever you're facing. Don't do that today. Mm-hmm. And it will get better. Yeah. So um, that's kind of the end to our Thanksgiving edition. But I do want to let our listeners in on what we're doing 
for the future here. Uh, for the next uh, two weeks, we're going to put out shows, which this is going to come out Thanksgiving week. We, we pre-recorded this by about two or three days. Um, and so this comes out uh, Thanksgiving week, and then we'll have one more show that will be coming out uh, geared towards the holidays because we kind of feel like that's what we're facing right now with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. That will finish out the month of November. And then for the month of December, we will be taking off to spend with our family and our loved ones and begin getting our season three material together. Yeah. And so if you listen and are interested in being a guest on our show, please email us. Yeah. We really want to hear from you, regardless of your situation. You know, oftentimes we'll have people wanting to promote a book or a ministry they're doing, and those are great, wonderful things. We've had a lot of, of guests on here that do that. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be one of those people no. to do that. I mean, literally, as you just mentioned, um, you know, it's just about having a struggle in your own life that you've overcome yeah. and sharing that with someone else. Those are the people we're looking for. That's it. You don't have to be in charge of anything to do no. that. Um, those nobodies, if you will, are just like me. I yeah. mean, that's that's yeah. that's me. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I want. I really want to hear from you, so you can. Email us at soberholicpodcast at gmail.com and just drop us a line on what your story's about or what you'd like to share with us. And we'll get back with you on trying to get you on the show to, to share those things. Yep. Um, but that's what we're going to do for the month of December, spend time with our families and gear up for the season three kickoff that will happen in D, uh, January. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, that brings us to a close of another one, buddy. Uh, my name's Roger. I'm Jason. We're signing out. Thanks for listening to Soberholic with Roger and Jason. If you like the show and want to know more, check out SoberholicPodcast.com. Please remember to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week, Soberholics.